Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Fantasy Media Podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me, as always, is Carl Pierce. Hello. And we'll just keep him around because he's just there. Liam Hall. Hey, guys, I'm just here, and I'm from England. Now, <laughs> 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 uh, as always, we're here to talk about uh, the Premier League fixtures from the weekend uh, where we had Arsenal go against Leeds and me and Carl West Brom against Man United at Old Trafford and I think what we'll do Bantam Munich Derby <laughs> yeah it was the, the, the Bantam Munich Derby I think uh, what we'll do is we're going to start I think we'll start with Liam We'll start with Leeds versus Arsenal because Liam has been he's, he's very happy about what happened yesterday. So Liam, the floor is yours. Alright, so I come into this game after an international break. We just last game we was, lost 3 0 to the best team in the Midlands. And now we have to play Leeds, who are a very good team. And so but I, I had faith that we would be uh, we could beat them. Liam, just a question. Where, yes. is Leeds, where is Leeds? Leeds is in Yorkshire. Not in the Midlands? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I watch this match and I think watching one of my parents go in for heart surgery would have been more enjoyable. <laughs> this match was just painful. Match attacks have more have, have more movement than Arsenal. If this was unbelievable, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Just Arsenal could barely move. We looked like Harry Kane if he had one leg. Leeds they just couldn't hit a barn door to save their life, even though they were tearing us apart. This is probably the worst match I've seen in years. I can't think of a worst match I've seen, to be honest. It's just, this is unbelievable. And I wanted to die. And I still do. But, you know, regardless, what did you guys think? Did, did, did you enjoy it mildly more than I did? No. <laughs> no. Um, it, it, wasn't like, it, it, was, it wasn't like it was an entertaining draw. It was like Arsenal ground out a draw. Yeah. And I mean, we into it the, well. yeah, it was just, it just looked, they looked lethargic. Both teams looked lethargic. Both teams looked poor, bereft of quality. Um, but the talking point was Pepe. Um, his second start in the Premier League this season, and he gets sent off. Yes. Stupidness. It was absolute stupidness. It was just, I mean, there was, it was, it was. Both of them really that started it. Um, Alioski was goading him, and then Pepe, instead of ignoring it, decided to act like a three year old and headbutt him or move his head towards him. Yeah, it's just like you, you'd think you, he would know better. Like, surely. I mean, like, whatever you want to say about the other guy, like, I, I know Kieran Tierney was complaining that he went down easily, which, I mean, I think, he, I think anyone would have. I think anyone should have. It's just, it's just so fucking stupid, and it it kind of guaranteed that we had no chance of winning. I say the game got slightly better, which isn't saying much. Um, it's it's only like losing one leg instead of two, but it was just wow, what an experience. 
I mean, I, I was shocked that he. he um, I mean, I, I, know, I know that VAR interfered uh, with this because the referee didn't see what happened. So, you know, if VAR wasn't there, he would have got away with it. But we'll get to shite VAR is in a bit. Um, but yeah, just since uh, since Arteta took over, though, Arsenal had five red cards. And that's he's been there less than a year, and he's already had that mate of uh, players sent off, which shows must Arsenal feel must feel like you're going back to normal, Liam, because Arsenal were always a dirty <laughs> team. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I'm not an Arteta out kind of character because I I do think he has improved us to a certain extent, and I think once we kind of get defence sorted, which is getting there, I think I think we still have a long way to go, and a lot of the talent. It's up front. It's up front. They're your major problems. Not at the back. I mean, when was the last time yeah. you, you well, scored? I think it's midfield more than anything, actually. Because, I mean, Aubameyang, we know how good he can be. Like I said, can be good, but he probably needs to eat out of here. Pepe and Willian. Oof, Jesus Christ. I, I, I would happily give him up for free transfer tomorrow. Um, Pepe is good, <laughs> but, like, Jesus Christ. He's, I mean, he cost a lot of money, thing. didn't he, Pepe? Yeah. Money and he's he's not sort of bedded in at all, has he? Really? No, I mean like there's been glimpses of his talent here and there, and I'm sure he would grow up to be a good player. I don't think it will happen at Arsenal for him. Um, it's just I, I like I, I've heard some comparisons to Paul Pogba, which I think is a bit unfair on Pogba to be honest, because um, I think he's actually had some good moments. But so yeah, it's, it's just really hard to be enthusiastic about Arsenal right now. I'd say you could compare it to uh, Kepa. I wouldn't say it's that bad, but yeah, I, I know. No, but I'm means. just saying that he's. I mean, Kepa showed Kepa showed moments that he could be a decent keeper, and then the salary thing happened at Wembley, where he refused to go off. Mm. I think from then he's not been the same player. But Pe- Pepe, as you said, he showed glimpses of how good he can be. Um, the free kicks that he's taken in the Europa League, but they're just sort of him in the Premier League. He just doesn't look like he's settled yet. And William just looks like a. A shadow of his Chelsea days. He he, he does not belong in the wing at all. Like if you put him in, in like a cam kind of position where he doesn't need to move and he can just pass, I think he could actually be adequate. But yeah, it just it's, it's, it kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Carl, do you have, do you have any thoughts? Not many. I I didn't watch the match, and I'm quite thankful for it. Listening to you, parents, uh, ninety minutes, you're not going to get back by the signs of it. I mean, to be honest, I had two games that were like that. But, um... but uh, yeah, the next game we're getting to wasn't exactly the most enjoyable experience. Yeah, but <laughs> just just we'll stay on this for a second. But Leeds, I mean, to be honest, for me, Leeds had the better chances hitting the post. I hit the woodwork three times. Mm. Uh, Rodrigo, Bamford, or Rafinha with there, but then Arsenal, let's be honest, could have won it at the end. Saka just couldn't couldn't take advantage. Been I think that was unlucky, in fairness. It was, but then you look at it. Just a stat here: Arsenal have failed to score from open play in the last 476 minutes of Premier League football. Yeah, yeah and they're only got, and they only got the last five games as a penalty against Man United. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's not um, it's not ideal. I'll, I'll say. I'll, I think that's a nice way of saying it. No, yeah, you, you're lacking something going forward. All of a sudden, it's uh, it's very strange. We're, we're missing a link between mid- midfield and attack, which I mean, like, 
I, in, in some ways, it, as a positive. If only Arsenal had a player that could that could link that. And sort yeah, of yeah. Who is that? I would rather have a dog eat my nuts Gunna. than have Urzel play. I have to be honest. Is it is it Gonosaurus? Is it Gonosaurus? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's somebody who's paying for Gunasaurus to be at Arsenal. What is his name? Oh. Meta Emil Smith Rowe, yes, Emil Smith We've been missing him for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, you've got a player already there that could do that. No, trust me. We, we, we've seen games like this for years. If Urz was, was in this game, he'd be completely anonymous. I'm, it would be like having two Williams in the pitch. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you've got someone there who's who could do that job that you just said, could be a link there. I think him and Partey could work really well together. I think, I think they, you, missed, you missed him as well. Uh, yeah, I, we did miss him. I think Ozil and Partey could play really is well. Part, is Partey injured, is he? Yeah, he's injured. Which yeah. I, I, I think he was a real miss. I mean... I, I think it's one of his cases, like, we need someone like Ozil, but we don't need Ozil. Like, uh, trust me, I've watched him for three years. We really, I, I think it, 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 would, it wouldn't help us if we had Ozil right now. I, like, I, like, I can see both your points. Um, like he says, he, he's got that ability in him, but as yeah. Liam says, I've watched a lot of Arsenal games of him, in it, and he, it's not very often he does actually show up and play to his potential, is it? Yeah. He does, Especially as you say, he does... He, he is one of those when the going gets tough, he he gets going and disappears. Because since Arteta's came in, he's had one assist and he's played at least 13 games. And he hasn't really. He just. I, I would rather give a, a chance to a youngster like Emil Smith Rowe, who's a really talented player, but he's been injured. Hmm. I really hope we kind of see more of him. Willock, I thought, could maybe be the link, but he didn't really get on the ball, sadly. And then when Pepe went off, he went off as well. So. Would you I'll, would I'm you take he... Ox? Would you take the Ox back? Uh, I mean, he's done I, I David that... all at Liverpool, is he? I don't think he's that kind of player. But he, I, I, Ox is definitely he'd be very good squad player for us. It's sure. a shame because I when he was young, when he was younger, breaking through Ox, I chamber matches where he was absolutely unplayable, and because mm. I think because Wenger never had any, never seemed to have any faith in him, it, it seems to have ruined him. He, he, he was very bad on the wing. I, I, I don't think it was. I think what let Ox stay was his, in, his injuries. That let him down big time. Mm. Well, that didn't help much. But, true, but... but... Venga played him through the middle. When Venga put him in centre mid, yeah. he aged him. He, that, that suited his game, but then he could never get a sustained run in the team. So I, 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 think, I, I, don't, I don't think it's fair to say oh, Venga ruined him. Because he didn't. If he ruined him, he wouldn't, get, he wouldn't have got the move to Liverpool, would he? Well, you know what I mean. I don't mean ruined him, ruined him, but he's not hes not the player he could have been. That's, I, that's being honest. I, I do think he was mismanaged by Bank. I think having an injury at, the, at his young age and being overplayed, I think definitely... Uh, I mean, he'd have a great match, and then inexplicably, 
he'd be on the bench for about five weeks. Then he'd be play. Then he'd play again and have a great match. And you'd never see him. I remember a game against United, and mm. he was absolutely unplayable. And we could not get anywhere. We could not touch Arsenal. And then for some reason, Wenger took him off in like the 70th minute, and we got back into the game. If they, if they either kept Oxlade on, I don't think United would have got back into it. Yeah. See, for us to say it's outside looking in, there could be. Something oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, mm. it could have been right. Okay, he can only play this amount of games, or because he, if we overplay him, he's going to get injured. It's not the it's not the Ledger King situation. It could have been like that. It could only play mm. one game a week or something like that, and then he couldn't do anything else. That's uh, fair. That's fair. But I don't know. I, I I'm hopeful that maybe in January or in in the summer we kind of get a player who's that kind of Mesut Ozil like character. I I hear be going in for this Hungarian kid who's I can't I don't know how to say his name, but he looks good. If we get our, then you know. Well, we're still getting a January transfer window this this time. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, I think, I think we are. Yeah, it's, it's been mentioned. Nothing's been said. We're not getting one. So no, no, no. I haven't either. I was just wondering because of all the changes and everything that's been going on with the pandemic. If if it was still going to be a thing, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe we can get a swap deal for Pogba and Pepe. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure it'd come out worse on that one. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Uh, just go, go Be like, to... remember our last swap deal, Liam? <laughs> oh, that was, that was brilliant. <laughs> we, but, but both are club legends, aren't they? Oh, yes. Oh, Henrik Mkhitaryan, what, what, what a boy. Jesus. Alexis, Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez. Inter Milan legend, perhaps. But... <laughs> yeah, no, Sanchez, 500 grand a week, and he's a, he's a 500 grand a week and a penny. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Man United legend there. Um, no, but talk. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go on. I was gonna say, like, I actually at this point, I think we just signed someone like Jack Wilshire. Even if there's a risk he'll get injured, we need someone Boy, in that kind of that, role. That's, that, mate, that's, he's what? He's he's at it, mate. I don't know. Uh, I, I, you I, don't I, I know. He can that. barely get a game at whatever club he's at nowadays. Yeah, I know. We we need. Is he still at West? Is he still at West Ham? No, he's the agent. <laughs> See what but I mean? Yeah. I mean, if if someone if someone thought he was worth having, a bloody West Brom would have even come in for him. Well, by it's, now. it's not his talent that's in question. I think it's more the injuries. I think that's been his major problem. Yeah, but that's, the thing, but, but, but that's the thing about him. He's just come out and said, "Oh, he's been fit for the last eighteen months." Okay, so where? Why? Why hasn't he played? Where was that? What? Why was he not? Um, yeah, well, I, I don't think I'm trying to It's like Owen Hargreaves. He kept telling everyone he was fit. So City took a chance on him. He played one game. His knee went again. And he, he disappeared for for months yeah. and months, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. So, mm. Michael Owen was another one. Mm. Goes to Man United. Plays, plays a few games. And he goes to Stoke. And Stoke, they go, right, we've got Michael Owen. He's going to help us establish ourselves in the Premier League. I think probably not three games because he was always injured. So once, because his game was based on pace. Once he had that cruciate ligament injury, a bit like Torres, he was he was done really after that. But yeah, I, I don't I don't think Jack Wilkes is the answer. I really don't. No, no I mean I, I think you're looking I'll through it through rose rose tinted 
glasses because he it did have a lot of potential back in the day. Yeah, quite possibly. I, I think I'm just searching for anything at the moment. Uh, good news, Alex Song is available. Oh, there you <laughs> oh, go. brilliant. <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex Song's available. Um, Danielson. Oh, yeah, Arsenal legend. Well, we'll let you have Lingard, but he's in quarantine <laughs> at the moment. Oh, Mason Stater. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we, we move on. Talk about Jesse Pointless Lingard. Um, we go to we go to Manchester United versus West Ham and Albion. Um, one of the most boring games I've ever had. Oh God, it was it was like watching paint dry, wasn't it? It was horrendous. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. But, but we'll get into a man, a, a man in black, who was in charge of this game. He has a stupid little whistle, some Will stupid Smith? cards. <laughs> 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 let's, let's hope no one heard that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was running around and doing nothing. And then in the second half, start of the second half, he had a decision to make. Colin Gallagher getting fouled by Bruno Fernandes. Gives it as a penalty. And then some little man in a van in Barnsley, probably, spoke to him <laughs> and said, Ooh, go, go look at the screen. So he goes to the screen. It's a penalty. Gallagher, he's fouled. Bruno Fernandes gets the look at the ball. It is a penalty. Yet David Coot, David Coot, goes, no penalty, no penalty. Um, goes, I'm sorry, Reese. Um, I don't think he touched him. Are you taking the piss? No, no, I'm being completely serious. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um... <laughs> But we digress. David Coote didn't give that as a penalty. West Brom, hard done by it again. Man, yeah, I, 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 was, I, I was sweating buckets. I thought that was a penalty for sure. And the way we were playing, I didn't think we could come back if we were going to go all down. So as much as it should have been a penalty, I was quite relieved when it got overturned. No, I, I can't lie. Yeah, it was It was a clear penalty. I mean, but Billy... Oh, yeah. Billy's up bemused. Even Solskjaer said he, they got lucky. That Solskjaer saying it was a penalty. Yeah, 100% and, uh, it should have been a pen. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what he saw looking on the screen that nobody else, no one else saw that made him think different. It's because he's a blind twat. And then we move on, though. We move on because moments after he purges to the spot again, what matter... Um, one matter crossing the ball, he hit Darnell Furlong's hand when Furlong turned his head and turned his body, but you know, he hits his hand, penalty given. Bruno Fernandes stands up, steps, steps up, takes it. Sam Johnston saved, all was forgiven. All his, that mistake he made against Tottenham was forgiven. I loved him again. And then, and then. Can I, can I just get a word never, in edgeways? Hey, can I you just can, get a word in edgeways? No, you can get your bit in a minute. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno Fernandes takes a penalty Sam Johnson saves it but but Sam Johnson was the judge to jumped off his line as the penalty was being taken goalkeepers do that for years I've obviously seen goalkeepers do that I've never seen it being done before but now apparently new rules I can't do it Fernandes gets the penalty back takes it scores West Brom 1-0 down and United win seems fair enough I, to me yeah I don't understand the problem Really? No. 
Why? Because <laughs> I'm a Man United supporter. Oh, I'll be quite biased in this. I'm never biased. I'm never biased. If West Brom no, shit, no, of course you're not. Oh, did I not slag off Sam Johnson two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> but no, in, in all fairness, I think you're giving Sam Johnson too much credit for that save because that's got to be one of the worst penalties I've seen in a long time. Because uh, he's, he's normally really good. He's not really good with his pens as well. But that that first penalty, it was horrendous. We well, oh. it's because he knew he was coming off the line. Must have done, yeah, yeah. It put him off. It put him off. We had um, a, we had a similar situation in a match, though, didn't we? What was it? The Spurs match, where of course it I, was. I can't remember. <laughs> There's a penalty, and we thought we'd saved it, but then they had uh, judge to have taken a foot off the line or something, so they had to they had to retake it. And it <laughs> And it is. A rule? When did that become a rule? I don't know this season, but it's farcical. We saw it in that video clip from America that you were oh, uh, sharing. Yeah. It is. It's just farcical. You think you say you think you made a good save, and all of a sudden because your your foot came off the line. I, I, I can understand. You know, you're trying to say you don't want goalkeepers advancing yards away from their line, but they they go too far the other way and. Make these stupid rules that are killing the game, in my view. And the handball, um, yeah, he, he he couldn't avoid. You know, when the ball's whacked at you like that, you can't avoid it. He, and he was turning his back. It's not like he stuck his hand out and tries to stop it from going into the goal like you sometimes see. It's just getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand now. Uh, and I don't think referees. I don't think referees understand. When to use a bit of common sense. I see. Everyone thought when VAR came in that VAR was going to change football, that there'd be no more mistakes, there'd be no more talking points. If anything, VAR and the rule changes have made football worse. It's getting to the point now, yet, regardless of how well West Brom are doing or anything like that, I do not care about football anymore. I'm getting to the point where I don't want to watch it because you just know that there's going to be a man. In a, in, as I said, in a, in a house in Scunthorpe with his 33 kids running around him, who's going to decide that that is a fault. It's still human error. It's still a human telling another human, oh, you made a mistake there. But then another human can say, oh, no, I, I agree with you there. It just it hasn't took anything away. If anything, it's made it worse. It's made, it's made decision-making 10 times more worse than what it was. I used to love it. With the controversy going, oh, was that a penalty? Was that offside? Ooh, I used to love it. It was a talking point. It was fun. Now it's bollocks. Yeah, or well, you're offside. You're offside because your your little fingers offside when you're pointing <laughs> like Patrick Banford was, or some stupid. Or you could, or you could have an unfortunate erection on the pitch and you're offside. Yeah, exactly. What happened to me before? <laughs> But it's just, I mean, Kevin De Bruyne come out perfectly and said it, except for he's played nine years of football without all these rules. And in the last three, there's just been the amount of change in football. He just doesn't feel like football anymore. And Kevin De Bruyne, I agree with you. Yeah, he's spot on. But the truth is, they spent so much money on this technology, they're not prepared to backtrack on it now and, and say it won't work. They'll go the well, other way and spend. They'll spend more money 
in failed attempts to try and make it work is what is what will happen rather than scrapping it. This is the thing. I do believe that VAR should go away for it, go away for a year, and try and try and build it back up. Try, you know, find a system that actually works because this doesn't work. And it, I mean, I don't understand what VAR saw. And I'm not saying this is Albion or the Albion have had a penalty, but I don't know. I don't know what they saw to not give that penalty. No, I don't because he clearly caught him. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing there. There was nothing there for me to say. Oh, did he get a nick on the ball? No, he didn't. He took Gallagher's legs, and it just it absolutely baffled me. And we'll we'll get into another one in a minute. But it just it just all it feels like we talk about yeah is VAR each week. It's VAR. It when 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 are the FA going to look at it and go? You know what? Actually, this VAR doesn't work. Let's. Let's help them out here. Let's say, look, have a year off or ask the teams, ask the teams if they want to have VAR, like they've done with the five substitutions rule, like they've done with countless things in the past. Ask the football clubs, do they want VAR in football? Or is it a FIFA thing? If FIFA said you've got to have it and, no, and that's it. No, because remember the first year that it came out, we were the only big league to say no. Hmm. To be fair, like uh, every other country seems to be doing all right, all right with it, but us. Well, we yeah, say that, but we're not. We're not um, Borussia Dortmund fans or Real Sociedad oh, yeah, fans. What watching matches and complaining about a, a daft I, offside, are we? So, so I, mean, I don't know. I, I've heard nothing about any controversy in any of those other countries. So you might be right, but I'm assuming they're not having the. Blunder of a time apparently so but people always say that and then when you look into things properly you'll you'll find out that that's just a nest of lies but i, I don't know for sure i'm, I'm just i'm just saying I know, I know i know the americans have had problems with it because the referees are just absolute bellends over there who, who basically just use it for everything but that's I, what i started to do the first the first like season it was rolled out um it was like Referees became scared to make decisions, didn't they? Because they were just wait. You just see them standing there waiting for their V, you know, their VAR people to tell them what to do, which was yeah. even worse. But the worst thing is, though, when fans are going to come back, which is as because of now the UK is going back to tier block nights, and the government have announced that fans can visit stadiums again. But fans can be like this, or can I celebrate? Yes, can, ooh, ooh, a goal's gone, but can I celebrate the goal? Yeah, I'm getting a bit tired it's, of like celebrating a goal and then realizing, oh, it's been ruled out because this big toe was offside. I mean, they, they always say uh, every time they introduce these new rules, the benefits of the doubt should go to the striker, but it never ever does. No. Mm. No, it never does. Liam, what's your take on VAR? Should it go away or should it stay? Oh. I mean, I think that kind of says it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Movie <it's>, gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, what else can we fucking say at this point? It's just, it feels like, I feel like I've had this conversation like a million times. If it feels like, oh, I'm trying to think of a, of a comparison. Oh, it's, it's just frustrating. I can't, I can't think of one. I can't, I, I, all I can think of is you can compare it to the Tory government. Yeah, I, 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 I just think of that. 
we, we, we know they're shy, but like saying it doesn't change anything. So, <laughs> and the only way to change it is by a vote. Yeah, Jesus, I'm not going to get another one of those for five years. So, but I do. I just before we move on from this shit show of a game, I do want to praise Sam Johnson. He he was great. He did make he did make some good saves actually. He did. He, he kept us in it. And so this is what I mean by him when I told you about when I told you last game is he's a very good shot stopper, but you just there's a mistake. But today, so that game there, there was no. He just he was cool. He was composed. He he made the right decisions. The shot the saves were really good. The penalty save, regardless if it was a crap penalty or not, you still have to make the save. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was playing against his. Old club, so he, you know, he might have felt he had a point to prove as well, which may have spurned him on a bit. Yeah, and, and t- to be honest, as well, I, I, we created chances. We did, call it Oh, you did. Chances. I, 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 I thought you were actually all right in that game. Like you weren't amazing, but I thought you had some really good moments. See, this, this is the thing with the Albert is if we can get that goal, if we can get that performance, which uh, all the defensive hard work can, that, that, that allows it to happen. Yeah, if that, if that comes off. We could build from that. But the fact is, it's what it's eight, it's nine games into the season now. We still haven't won a game, and we're getting now to the most important time of the year for me in terms of fixtures: Christmas. Mm. And if we still won a game or, or got one or two wins by Christmas, I'll be worried big time for the Albion. But if we, if we, as I said, Carl and Grant had that shot and saved by De Gea, Connor Townsend at the back post, all in his own. Directly at De Gea, Ivanovic with the header over, Barton with the header's over. Pereira's looking good. He's creating for you guys. Who hit yeah. the post? That was a that was yeah. one I thought was going in. Oh, same. Great shot. You just you just there going. Oh, just hit the post. He just got really frustrated. I think when that happens, you know that um, you're not going to think. But about this referee though, bit of controversy here. Liverpool requested him to be removed from their game with Leicester. Uh, because he was the VAR referee on duty for the Merseyside derby. Mm. And because he made a shit show of that game, Liverpool requested to have him removed, and it was granted. So, unfortunately, we got stuck with him. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe he needs to be removed per, on a more permanent basis, because he had a horror show again, really. Yeah. Take, take, take Mike Dean with him, please. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I thought I thought you were unlucky not to at least get a point out of that match and United again were really poor I mean really poor um, we just some matches we just seem to create absolutely nothing for, it's, I don't know but I, I, there's something still I, I don't want to be like an Ollie out guy but there's something still not quite right there no, just say that and make it like him play well. So Ollie out. <laughs> just, just keep saying it and make him like another good game. And then everyone calms down and goes, "Oh, Ollie's doing a good job." Then they do shit again. Then goes Ollie out, and then they pull out a win out their ass. Yeah. Can Can I say something about Ollie? Actually, I I think you should stick with Ollie because it makes me feel a lot better about my manager. <laughs> 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 Oh, well, well, I'm sure the board will bear that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, L- L- Liam Hall likes Ollie because he makes uh, it makes him feel better at Arteta as manager. Let's keep him. 
I'll pay his wages like we're going to source. Uh, I'm fine. And before we move on, uh, Bruno Fernandes is open. That was my United's first home league goal in 324 minutes of football uh, since his. Guess what he scored against Tottenham? Since his penalty! Since <laughs> um, the start of last season, 16% of Man United's Premier League goals have been. Guess what, Liam and Carl? Penalties. 16? Really? 16% of Man United's goals have been penalties. Wow, I thought it'd be more. Half of Fernandez's Premier League goals for Man United have been... Penalties. Bullshit. Oh, penalties. <laughs> so, Man United like penalties. Just because we get into the box and players hack us down all the time. Or, or bloody try and catch, or try and catch the ball like your player did. What do you expect? He's <laughs> trying to catch the ball. <laughs> uh, but... Unfortunately, we're going to have to stick with VAR for this next game. Brighton versus Aston Villa because it reared its ugly head once more. In no, I don't believe you, Reeds. It happened, can't believe No, no. This is lies. <laughs> well, we'll get into it. So, Brighton 2, Aston Villa 1. Brighton's first ever win at Villa Park, courtesy of Danny Welbeck and Solly March scoring... It was a really good game. I enjoyed this. Um, you know, you know, things are weird when Danny Welbeck scores in the game, don't you? <laughs> his goal was class. Twenty twenty. It was a good goal. <laughs> I mean, he scored an overhead kick last season, so you know he, he can do good. He can score good. <laughs> um, but I mean, Villa did lose Roth Barkley after five minutes, so could that be? I think they. they, they, they I mean, they still played well when he went off, but they did. You can tell. He'll be um, a big mess because I think he's made such a difference to that side. Yeah, he has. He's been a great signing for them. Uh, but so we're just, we're just getting to the VAR thing. So uh, Tariq Lamptey, the superb right back for, for Brighton, was sent off. Two quick yellow cards for him. But then again, Solly March just, as you said, scored the, scored the winner. He uh, almost went for the hero to villain. He was penalised for a foul on Trezeguet. Uh, in injury time, Oliver points to the spot, so Villa think they've got penalty. However, 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 <laughs> and I know um, I know that it's Aston Villa, and this is funny, but I'm, I hate VAR. And to us, I feel bad for the Villa with this happening. VAR was consulted, picked one monitor was used, and Solly March was judged to touch the ball just enough to not warrant a penalty. It was a fucking penalty. <laughs> How, how can you say that he got enough of the ball? It was a stone ball penalty. Rubbish, race. If you, if you get your little toe on the ball, it's not a penalty. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it was absolutely shocking. But pressure three points for Brighton. Um, they go to 16 for nine points. Six points clear of the bottom three. So there's already a gap formed between 17th, even 17th and 16th now. So the I think I do think the bottom four teams that are in the, that, that area will be the bottom four come the end of the season. Just don't know what what they'll be. Yeah, uh, I mean they have improved slightly to a certain degree. Oh, they have. I mean Villa. I mean, but things that Villa did dominate. Yeah, they, they, they did dominate early. Uh, they played really well. But as I said, Barkley going off. It looks to, he, he was holding his hamstring, so it could just be a slight twinge, or it could be he's torn it off the muscle. 
Hopefully he's not that bad because I, I thought he was really good. After to be honest. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, I do want to say though, uh, Lalana and Gross played really well for Brighton in the middle of the park. I, I think Lalana to Brighton was a steal on a free transfer. A great signing. Mm. Um, I mean, I know as you said, like the the, the Jack Wiltshire treatments of the injuries, but I think if they could keep him fit, I think Brighton have got a great signing there. He's a, he's a brilliant talent. Yeah, it's just it's just about to keep him fit and. I, I, I've always really liked him, so I, I really hope he kind of figures out a way to kind of not die. <laughs> sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> no, I agree with you, but um, yeah, so I uh, said so Brighton, they, did, they, they they started to get to the game. Welbeck could have doubled his lead, doubled his goal tally, but he was Danny, he's Danny Welbeck. Um, he, he, he was, <laughs> it was, it was a bit rusty. You can see, you, you can see he hasn't played much football. His he's touches his whole career. Well, no, because he scored some good goals. He scored some important goals for you. Yeah. Well, well yeah. It's got against us in the FA Cup that time, didn't didn't they? Yeah, that's, that's the only one I can really think. I mean, I, I like Danny Welbeck, but I do think he's a fantastic player. I mean, well, I, actually, I, I'll say he is. Never mind. He, he could have been, but I, I don't know. Injuries, are fa- injuries again, and. Perhaps Louis van Gaal ceremoniously getting rid of him perhaps didn't help his confidence. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do want to say Jack Grealish, I think, played well. However, I do think he dived like a little bitch for the second yellow card for Lamptey. I don't think he was just Jack Grealish going back. To like, I don't mind that side of Jack Grealish. And I think that's what lets him down a little bit was when he goes, eh, oh no, oh no, he breathed on me and I fell. Ah. I mean, that's just football these days, so... No, I no that's just Jack Greenish. Um, <laughs> but uh, just that's where we move on. No team has conceded more home goals than Villa this season. Uh, they're level with Newcastle on 11. Only Robbie Fowler has scored more away Premier League goals at Villa Park than Danny Welbeck. And Pascal Gross has been directly involved in 29 goals for Brighton in the Premier League with 12 goals, 17 assists, more than any other Brighton player. So... Uh, so that's a good little start there. Now we move on to Liam's favourite game of the weekend: Tottenham versus Manchester <laughs> City. The the, the, the what I to the, the living legend that is Harry Kane playing a superb game. The best strike, the best striker of all time, I think. The, the physical embodiment of what a striker should be cool. in Harry Kane. I mean, he's he's above Henri for me. Right, Carl, even, even, no, 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 even I have to tell you went too far oh. then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only saying it to wives later, Mark. Oh, no, Carl, that's hurt me as well. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but no, Tottenham winning 2-0. A classic Jose Mourinho performance that Chelsea mm. had two shots of goal, two shots of target and has scored both of them. It was very yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, they they beat uh, a hapless Manchester City, a team that just looked like a shadow. Yeah, are, so are, are City in trouble? Because they're even below Man United now. And I've watched a few of the latest the latest games, and they've looked so lacklustre. Yeah, I, I I think it's sometimes it just takes one twist to kind of get the. I think we just need the confidence back. I think it's De Bruyne, the wrong man for captain, perhaps. I know he's 
he, I mean, he's, he's, he's a shadow this season. He's, he's just a shadow of the, the player we saw tear the league up last year. I see. I, I, I agree with that. They need a lead. I don't think the Bruyne is a captain, but I tell you who they are missing. And it's shown that he's that class. The fact he's able to rejuvenate another team is the Mr. David Silver. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that park that just, he, he directed everything. Everything went through him. And the fact is look at, look at Sociedad now. Sociedad mm. have dropped, but Sociedad are top of La Liga. So, <laughs> I mean, mm. I know more debt to him, but the fact he's able to link it up and he's brought a class with him. And, City have lost over the over the past couple of years. I know we've said it. The they've lost company. They've lost silver. Aguero is just uh, is as fit as me. A late horse, <laughs> and he's just City. Also, don't seem to have a plan B. No, they don't. Do they? No, I mean Guardiola. Just all he all he cares about is that possession possession game that they play. It just keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball. Break, 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 and it doesn't work because teams, believe it or not, have learned how to play against Manchester City and Tottenham. This, this, as I said, this was prime Jose. They had thirty three percent possession. They had two shots on goal compared to no, sorry, four shots on goal. Compared to City's twenty-two, and they still won the game. I mean, it's just still, think yeah. at the start of the season, we were asking if Jose still had it, <laughs> and now look how daft that's looking. Big dog. Yeah. I, I, I do. I do have to be honest. I, I do think that if City were better, I think they could have won this. I, I think they were really under under strength today, and that's not that's not just me as an Arsenal fan. I think they really could have done a lot better. But they didn't, and they and they and they were poor, and they were also poor against Liverpool. Um, playing out, basically decided to play out for a draw the last um, the last twenty minutes of that match. Yeah, which, which is what you you, you should be hearing the or you should be seeing. Yeah, it's, it's been like I said, score that amazing goal, and then we just kind of flubbed it, and we couldn't just break him down at all. Yeah. It feels like Jose Mourinho is the perfect person for this season. If twenty twenty couldn't get any weirder, Jose Mourinho is being effective. It's it's a very very strange kind of time. But I I have to talk about Harry Kane. Do, do you mind if I have the floor? If you slag yeah. if you slag Harry Kane, you're being removed from the podcast. Wait, if, if I slag him off? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck's sake! I'm joking. I, all right, Go right, on. All right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> all right. When when did the and that's media suddenly him horse rant on uh, Harry Kane guys? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. All right. When did this obsession with Harry became Harry Kane become? All right. So he's got so many assists this season, and he's and that's really good. You know what? Like the stats show that he's being really effective. But uh-huh. when did he when did he become the second fucking appearance of Pirlo? Jesus Christ, like, if you've seen the assists he's had this season, they're very simple balls, and Son has just been fucking incredible. All right, here's a question. When Henri got 20 assists in the season, what, where was all this, like, I, 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 I mean, I was very young at the time, but I don't think there's anything being like, oh my God, he's like the best like creative player in the world. Neither with Suarez when he won, really? got, got, got the most assists. It's just, it fucking baffles me. <laughs> Yeah, Why Liam, is Liam, what, where has this come from? Liam, there was always hope about Thierry Henry. 
Yeah, but not 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 about his creative side though. Really? I never heard it. I, I mean, but like it, it would always it would be one of the last things people would talk about. Be like, oh yeah, he's really good at like assists, but no no one was ever like, oh my god, he was like one of the greatest passers we hey, like, ever lived. They never said that. Yeah, say what? He was banging goals at the same time. Yeah, but they um, never, they never yeah, said like, oh, he's the greatest passer ever. It's like, yeah, but, oh. yes, 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 yes. But however, what, when you've got a striker scoring, say, Henri was at that point scoring what thirty goals a season. Yeah. Yeah. And he's probably scored two or three in a game, and he's made one assist. What are you going to talk about more? Yeah, absolutely. It's just I don't know. It's, no, you, you, no, you know what I mean, though. Well, no, because I didn't. Because that, that, Harry Kane, as you said, obviously simple balls. Harry Kane's got nine assists in nine games. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also got he's also got seven goals. That's why, because Harry Kane. Is make no mistake about it. This isn't like just taking the piss. Harry Kane's probably the best striker in in Europe right now. No, he, no, he's no, he's best striker mm-hmm. in the Premier League right now because best striker in, in the world and in Europe is Lewandowski. Yeah. But Harry, actually, Kane, I, I would say Son is a better striker, a better Son's, goal scorer. He is, I'd say. Son's not a striker. What did you? Can you just say Son's a better goal scorer than Harry Kane? I'd say so. Have you? Uh, but, but I think perhaps the question is, what's this vendetta Liam has against Harry Kane? Because uh, yes, yes, no, no, no. yeah, you've got a clear, you've got a clear bias against him because he hasn't before, like for the last two seasons before this season, he's been fucking shy. He's been on the t- table for all this time. No, he everyone's, hasn't. Everyone's, everyone's been... <laughs> what is he talking about? It's just. Yeah, I'm going to get Harry Kane's stats up for the last two seasons, okay? And if Harry Kane is shit, then what I'll do now is I'll hang control of this podcast for you and I will leave. Now, Harry Kane. I just think the hype is just so fucking um, like, okay. over the top sometimes. I just don't okay. understand it. Well, but, okay, so, so, so 2018-19, yeah, Harry Kane played 28 games and scored 17 goals. Yeah? Season after, Harry Kane played 29 Premier League games, scored 18 goals. This season, well, Harry Kane's played nine Premier League games, scored seven goals. He, he scored 24 goals in the last two seasons. He's he scored 48 goals in... Okay, look what it says. So he's got... What was that? That's 74. That's 92. 20, so 24, 48, add 13... That's what sixty-two. And is that is is that just in the league or is that? Is that that's what together sixty-two goals in these last ninety odd games. That is incredible. That's yeah. great. You're talking about him as if he only scored like five goals a season, or no, no, or no, no, some no, no, sort. Good, but it's just I don't know. It just seems like the height. Like I can't describe what I mean. But it just seems like he is being slightly. You mean because you're an Arsenal supporter and you can't stand him? <laughs> that's what. That's what you mean. Is that no? Because no, I, I no. Because if that's the case, yeah, I've done it with Jack Grealish. Yeah, I can stab, I can appreciate that Jack Grealish is a great footballer. I can, I can appreciate it for Harry Kane as well. It just feels like it's sometimes it's all people talk about. It's because he's English, isn't he? And he's the England captain, and it was the, it was the same with. Uh, it's been the same down the years of anybody who's been like England's captain or main man. They do, they do get talked about a bit more than 
um, everyone else. It's just the way it is. But he's played 302 games for Tottenham, yeah? And scored 201 goals. That's crap. Crap! I, I'm not saying he's crap. <laughs> but I, know, I, know, I get where you're coming from, but just saying, though, I, Harry Kane, the high-brain Harry Kane is there for a reason because he's that damn good. I could understand if it was like Emil Heskey and people were saying, oh, he's played really well there. No, he's not. He's Samuel I mean, this, this is more. This is more about the creative side than the goal scoring side. That's all it is. Yeah, but he's not paid to be creative. He's a centre forward. He's paid to put the ball in the back of the net, which he does. I know. Any assists? Any assists? I know. I, I... Yeah, you get any assists for free? But it's not Henri. Henri. There was high friend Henri, but Henri was scoring. Was banging in 25, 30 goals a season at that point. So. You're going to focus more on that, and also you're going to focus more on the people that are scoring the goals rather than the assists. But because it's the same person doing the assists, it's like yeah, a... I mean, five assists in that one game for Son. I mean, oh, I know. that was it, just it, amazing. The assist numbers are incredible, but it's just the fact they're talking about him like he's the greatest passer that ever lived. And people are, though, and that's, that's kind of what it just baffles me a certain degree. That's what well, I, mean. I can't say I've heard that, but. No, I, I, I don't know coming from because there are people that go. I mean, Chris Sutton's one of them. He. He waxed lyricals about looking Harry Kane. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you, 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 you saw the, the like quote I put in the group yesterday. But when he's performing at this level, you are going to get those comparisons. I couldn't understand if the content is said it, but they don't because because the only reason why they're saying it is because he's doing it. That's the thing. He's performing that well, so I, 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 I disagree with you. I respect, I respect your, I respect your stance on it. However, it's wrong. Yeah, I've got a side of uh, Reese on this one. All right, well, let's, let's let's not get bogged down with who's who's opinion's wrong because it's Liam. But <laughs> Bullshit. all right, whatever. You, you can be wrong this time. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, this is Liam, This is not this is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship, and I always get my way. Of course it is. <laughs> but I do want to say though, um, going back to this game though, uh, City. I mean, Edison was Edison was poor. Mares was absolutely shocking. No player in that City team actually impressed me at all. Whereas, whereas Spurs, I mean, um, Hoiberg, I think, had a fantastic game. Dyer had a great game as well. Uh, Regulon looks like a, um, a revelation at left back for Tottenham. Yeah, he looks a very good player, doesn't he? I'll tell you what player really impressed me, though. And he's got he's had his fair share of criticism. And Dombele was incredible. Yeah, he had a good game. Now, that was a good pass. Mm. Yes, but Harry Kane's better. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the Harry Kane pass, but you know. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but I mean, VAR again was used. Jesus was a, a judge still handled the ball. Would you say he handled it? Yes or no? Um, I can't flipping remember now. Yeah, it was. Um, he, he scored, but they they gave it as humble. I think it probably would have been. I think it probably would have been one, to be honest. Oh yeah, I, I do remember it. Yeah, I think it was a handball that one. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, I, I, as Carl said though, me we we were saying that Mourinho's done and all that. I genuinely do believe, and it's only nine games in, but Tottenham Hotspur are title contenders this season. Yeah, yeah he's that. really he's really turned it around now, hasn't he? Since that. Um, Paul show him when they got thrashed. Who was it who thrashed them? Who thrashed Tottenham? Yeah. I don't... Um... 
Uh, can't recall who it was one. Because uh, he I, gave everyone a bollocking, didn't he? And yeah, he called them cunts, didn't he? Then he said that everyone needed to start working harder, and since then yeah. they've uh, really been playing well. I mean, they have. I mean, as as this this season is very unpredictable. I mean, granted, yes, Liverpool are up there, but it's it feels like it's still open. But I do genuinely believe that top are contenders for it. No, yeah, I, at the moment you can't disagree. I mean, what, what was that, Liam? I think besides Liverpool, I think they're the top. I think they're probably the top contender. Chelsea. Uh, yeah. I, I think Tottenham are playing better. To be honest, I think I don't know. I think Chelsea are really clicking into gear now. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that Chelsea game now. So we'll I yeah. Mean, I, 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 I watched most of that. So uh, yeah, it, it wasn't the best game. It was. It, it, it wasn't a good game by all means. But Chelsea running out. Well, no, they weren't Chelsea. Sorry. Uh, Crystal Palace in the chat in Chelsea in the Crystal Palace kit won 2 0. Um, um, Fabrizio Fernandez scoring a known goal and Tammy Abraham scoring uh, in the 69th minute. Um, sorry, 65th minute, sorry. And Chelsea just did, they didn't look like they got past second gear, they just cruised to this to this uh, victory. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They um, it looked like a training match for Chelsea, it really did. Yeah, they, they look very good. It, it, it is a little bit frightening. I mean, Timo Werner with an absolutely stunning assist. He's better than he's better than Harry Kane. Oh no, yes, Rich, you're just you're just going too far now. <laughs> I mean, you don't hear about Werner's assist, do you, people? No, no, you don't. <laughs> Amen. But no, uh, no but Werner, great. I mean, it was a great assist for uh, Abraham. And what I like though is the fact that. Um, is that Lampard has kept faith with Tammy Abraham. Yeah. And I, I like it because Abraham is mean, he's, he's reaping the rewards of playing with the, the, the players he's got in front with him, i.e. Ziyech, Mount, right, um, and Werner. I think Werner, I think for me, this is probably Werner's best match I've seen him have. Um, the back, Rudiger coming in, fantastic at centre-half. Apparently he was done. At Chelsea, he was out of favour. Has an absolute game. Zuma played well again. Chilwell, Chilwell looks great at left back, but I do think Chelsea's most important signer there was Mendy. Yeah, hundred percent. They look so much more solid at the back now. Yeah, I mean, he's a scary bloke. He looks absolutely terrifying. He's massive as well. Jesus Christ, absolutely huge. Um, but Newcastle just looked like Newcastle. I mean, there's nothing more I agree to say about it. They are. They're, they're not going to challenge. They're not going to challenge for Europe or anything like that. They're not going to go down. They're just. They're just there, aren't they? They're so yeah. interesting. It's kind of this is incredible. This is a very abject performance. And whether if they had a full capacity, St James's Park behind them, they might have put a bit more effort in. Perhaps I don't, I don't know. But they, they offered next to nothing in this match. It was getting like not quite as boring as. Um, the Man United West Brom affair, but it was a it was a tough watch to be honest. Yeah, it was just basically it felt like sorry, it felt like one team toying with the other team. Mm. That's what it, felt like, it felt like Chelsea were just taking their time. They they know they're better than Newcastle. They know they can score at any point or just turn it on at any point they want. So that's what they were doing. They were toying with them. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, 
this performance showed that Chelsea are they mean business. Chelsea are title, but mean business and they are title contenders. And so they should with. Uh, go on. Here's a question, Ben. Is Chelsea and Tottenham next game? Who have you got? Where is it? Where is it? It's uh, at Tottenham Stadium. Chelsea, because the away team always wins. (laughs) 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 Okay. Lampard has beaten Mourinho twice. No, he beat him three times, didn't he? Because he beat him at uh, Derby when he was at Manchester United. Wow. That's crazy. Lampard seems to have found a way to play against Mourinho. But then again, this is... Well, this Tottenham team does look capable of, you know, winning when they're not playing well. They're proving against us, and they can do that. And then also, when they've got the, the greatest uh, assist maker in the world, Harry Kane, who can turn it on at any point to make things happen. I the greatest passer in the world. He is. is. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, Liam, you could keep being salty about it. You could, keep, you know, what you could be. You no, keep okay. Okay. No, you know what you could be. You keep him Ian Mill to make put salt on chips, okay? But get it, get it for <laughs> <laughs> Harry Kane is the best, probably, he's probably the best player in the Premier League right now. Let's he's move the on. English Totty. No, he's, he's not the English Totty. I said Totty. I know. <laughs> oh. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But no, um, but <laughs> Ian, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm not. Um, but yeah, it just it does feel like that that's going to be a tasty game, Chelsea versus. Yeah, I wouldn't like to call. I wouldn't like to call that one actually. Both are playing really well. Uh, I might. I don't know. I don't know who I'd give the edge to. To be honest, I think it's all round Chelsea are perhaps the slightly stronger sides. But... I think I'll give it to Spurs. I, I think they have the confidence right now. I mean, I don't think their defence is as good as Chelsea's, but that attack is just. Incredible, and I, I think they have a maybe a better midfield. I think it's things we won in midfield, to be honest. It's, it's going to be nil nil. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's 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 going to be the it's going to be worse than Leeds versus Arsenal. <laughs> I, I don't think that's possible, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, we could see, but no. So Chelsea winning two 0 winners over Newcastle. Just an interesting thing about Newcastle when we move on. Uh, Miguel Almiron's agent come out this week and said that if he wants to have a COVID, Almiron will be playing for someone else. And Bruce has come out and said, oh, his agent's naive and all that. I don't think Miguel Almiron is as good as everyone thought he was. I think he's a good player, but I, I, I don't think he's, I don't think his manager is doing him any favours for sure. But no, listen, but I want to say he's like, because this was, he was playing, he was playing in the Mickey Mouse League. Yes. Which is which is what the which is what the MLS is. The MLS is for old Europeans to go over and play. Or I mean it's for players or for youth players that aren't good enough to play in Europe. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a it's a shit league. And the fact that he was he was playing for Atlanta United, the 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 best team at MLS at that point, and now he goes to Newcastle, which shows that which shows the level of teams that wanted him at that point if he was if the if the highest bidder was Newcastle. Um, I don't think he's played that well. I don't think he's been there for what a year now. Or, yeah, no, nearly two years. I think no, two years he's been there this January, and he hasn't set the world alight for, for Newcastle. But, Are you saying four goals in fifty-four appearances isn't a good record? No, no I'm not. brilliant. No, 
not quite Harry Kane levels. No, not quite. No. I mean, it's 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 nowhere near the level of Emil Hesker. Which is what Harry Kane. Harry Kane. I love Harry Kane. Harry Kane is the new Emil Hesker. (laughs) (laughs) He's a talisman. Oh, Hesker is a go. What a man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's a goat. (laughs) Um, So. We'll just uh, well, well we'll talk about um, so we'll just quickly go through West Ham. Beat Sheff- we all know the highlight of Rahul of um, Heskey's life is meeting Rahul. So well, obviously, know. poor Heskey. Um, <laughs> well, we'll quickly go through these two games before we talk about the uh, last game. Of the, uh, last game. So West Ham beat Sheffield United one 0 smashing Halla scoring, which shows how shit Sheffield United are that he can score. Chef, um, <laughs> <Damn. laughs> mate, forty-five million pounds for him. Um, him and Joel Linton. Is, him and Joel Linton are the worst strikers, two of the worst strikers I've seen in the Premier League. Chef um, United rooted to the bottom of the table. It feels like it feels like they're Derby in two thousand and seven. I think you must be thinking, thank God for Sheffield United. I think thank God for Sheffield United and uh, well, no, not really because uh, I can't say thank God for Burnley because they're winning right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were so they were so good last season as well. It's been a dramatic fall from grace for Sheffield United. It really has. Yeah, because I think they, they were unknown last season. No one knew how to play against them. Mm. They had no fear, and I do believe though, and I know. I do believe that this is a case of no crowd is affecting them. Yeah. It felt like they drew on the energy that the fans are bringing out in them, at Bramall Lane especially. And it's very hard to do that when you've got cobbled crates of a dog having a shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the smaller clubs are definitely feeling it more, having, having no crowd financially. Um, and as that sort of like 12th man, I, I know. Look, look at look how Man City are coping with no crowd. Hang on a minute, they've always had no crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Some excuses. No, I, but to be honest, they have been atmosphere. It's normally it's normally ooh, that shit. Ooh, yay, we scored a goal. Oh, that was shit. Ah, oh, trust me, being at the Albion, being, being at the Albion is so fucking fun. Um, <laughs> uh, again, Everton, Everton about to win in ways. Howard Lewin scoring two goals and the Corey scoring. Um, and Bobby Reed and Rubus Jericho Cheek scoring uh, for them. Just gonna, oh, just gonna go over my Jericho joke. Fine. Um, Fulham, <laughs> Fulham, Fulham looks to be playing good football. They look to be playing. They look to be actually to score goals, which is the, which is what we can't do at the moment. But just defensively, they're so poor. Yeah. I mean, they need. I mean, who who's good in AW defence? Uh, who can they... Put that in touch. Oh. Why not? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Put put Wardlow in defence. <laughs> probably probably better than what they have. To be honest. Can <laughs> <laughs> imagine the back four of Wardlow, Brian Cage, Jack Hager, and Taz? <laughs> Taz. <laughs> or Will Hobbs. Oh, it will help, yeah. That's not a bad shout. <laughs> Go, the goal. 
Yeah, got got no goal, goal no double goalkeeper because he looks diving around. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, um, Hardy because he who knows. I'd have, have a young buck in goals because they like throw themselves around for no reason. <laughs> yeah, or I, you know what? I don't. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just just have it. Just have a fucking team of spot monkeys who don't know how to wrestle <laughs> properly. And, and, then, <laughs> and then can you make it can be um, Lookman? Yeah, because he's the cleaner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all, <laughs> <substance>. <laughs> huh? I was say, all all finger pointing and no substance. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to go to a Jim Connett fan listening. then we move on to the uh, we move on to Leicester versus Liverpool. Liverpool running three 0 winners, sixty four games unbeaten at Anfield. Which is just incredible. Yeah. Um, I do want to, I do think that this was a reality check for Leicester. Yeah, and you, you know you're having a bad day when Firmino scores against you. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the Brazilian Harry Kane, st- uh, Brazilian Harry Kane, to be But how good has Jota been? I mean, when they signed him, I wasn't. I wasn't sure because he didn't. I mean, he was good at Wolves, but he wasn't setting the world on fire. But he's he's been excellent. He really has. I think their recruitment's probably one of the best in the world. Mm. Like maybe Bar Dortmund, perhaps. Because like Jesus because yeah. yeah. they can't afford to splash huge cash, but they've you know they brought in some good players again. Who Liverpool or Dortmund? Uh, well, both, but Liverpool specifically. I mean, forty-five million pounds is not a lot of money. That's what I. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm piss taken. But no, yeah, they... well, it isn't these days, is it? Let's be honest. I mean, the thing is, though, they probably spent. I mean, they spent quite a bit. They spent eleven million pounds on a backup left back. They spent forty-five million on Jota. Uh, Twenty million on. Uh, well, Thiago. Was it 30 on Thiago? I think it's 20, I think. Oh, 20. 20. 25. 25 season, it. So it's basically me, nothing. Me, regardless if it's 20 to 30, Jesus Christ, what a signing that is for that amount of money. But, I mean, the last time Liverpool tasted defeat at Anfield was in April 2017. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was... I was able to go drinking with friends. Then. But that's, that's how you win titles and that, though, because like, Man United turned Old Trafford into a fortress. Chelsea, when they were on top, you couldn't beat them at Stamford Bridge. Uh, it, it really is crucial, I think, in being a title-winning team, having that sort of um, unstoppable run at home. Mm. No, I completely mm. agree with you. I mean, a bone of mine. This is a Liverpool team that has 37 million injuries. Yeah. And they play Milner at centre half alongside Matip, and it works. They're, they're lucky to have a player like Milner, and uh, you can sort of play him anywhere. And City must rue the day they let him go for free. He's the sort of player they, they could desperately do with at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think James Milner is. Uh, to tell James Milner reminds me a bit like Michael Carrick, very, very under undervalued and underappreciated. He doesn't get the credit he deserves, I don't think. No, but 
Uh, I, I mean, I was just saying, Jota had another great game, and then uh, Johnny Evans scoring an own goal, uh, which set a Liverpool on their way. But even, even Bobby Firmino scored. That's, I mean, as Carson said, bad it was, but Firmino scored. But, as I said, though, this wasn't really to check for Leicester, because everyone said, oh, Leicester have had a great start to the season, or they're going to be challenging for the title, and then they get schooled by Liverpool. But it's not the first time they've lost this season. They, they, they have been a bit... Sort of all over the place, haven't they? Winning, winning matches by a lot of goals, but also losing uh, a few here and there as well. Mm. No, I get that, but this was a, this was like a, cha- a game against a team that is going to be there at the end of the season, and I, oh. I think it shows a gulf between a team like Leicester and a team like Liverpool. Even I mean, they, they lost three 0 to West Ham. There we go. That was one of the ones I was looking mm. for. I know that was early on in the season, but you know it still happened, and they lost to um, someone else. I just saw, but I've lost it now. Actually, I, I think Villa. They lost to Villa, even though Villa have been reasonably decent. Yeah, but then Liverpool lost seven two to Villa. That's the thing. Team in Midlands. Mm. No, it's Wolves. <laughs> no, Sheffield United actually, but um. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, Leicester, I mean, they did, they did play badly. It's just that Liverpool just played better. Mm. And, yeah, um, we could keep praising Jota. Uh, they beat we, Arsenal. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, who, who, who doesn't beat Arsenal? We didn't. Exactly. Say <laughs> <laughs> who's going to beat Arsenal later on in the season. West Brom. Harry Kane. <laughs> he, he he won't score, but he'll make one of those world class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Liam! I'm gonna ta- Liam! I'm gonna change your name and group to Liam Harry Kane Hall. <laughs> I can leave this podcast, you know. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, uh, Liverpool. I said coming out of Tottenham, but Klopp did say something. No, at the end, he said to Sky Sports, "You need to talk to BT." Uh, regarding fixture congestion, because we're, play- we're either playing at 8 o'clock on a Sunday or we're playing at 12.15 the following weekend. You need to sort it out between themselves to save injuries. And I completely agree with him. I think TV has too much of a control on football these days. They do seem to, yeah. They do, and it's just a shame. But It's been that way for a few years, though. I, I, I don't know why it's... Um... I don't know why it's coming coming up now though. We, we, we've always had. Um, I don't think it's helped. The Champions League is now spread over two days because back in my day, the old old days, I'm going into old man mode now. You know, it was just on a Wednesday, but now it's spread out over a uh, a Tuesday and a Wednesday. Then you got the flipping Europa League. That's a Thursday. The teams are finding themselves playing on a Thursday night and then playing for the. First thing on a Sunday, and only having a couple of days rest. Mm. Oh, uh, and that includes, you know, flying over from God knows where sometimes as well. No, fl- imagine, imagine flying first class on a private aeroplane. <laughs> I feel, I feel so bad for him. I really do. Um, but no, um, we'll, we'll go to so Liam. Liam had a fun thing for us to do on the uh, on our group chat. He said to us, "We've got to pick our uh, teams for now and bottom three that we think is going to be there at the end of the season." 
Yeah, I would. Do you know, I, I thought we'd do it around the Christmas time. But yeah, we, we we might as well do it now. Yeah, because I uh, thought we were doing your your team for our society. Oh, we, we, well, we, well, yeah, we could we could do both because this has been a very depressing podcast. We've ranted a few times about VAR. Let's end on a fun note. So we've got two two fun topics. We're going to pick who we think are going to finish in the top four and who we think who we think are going to go down, and to see how wrong we are at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are we gonna, I think we should do it in order as well, chaps. So if you don't, uh, I, can I go first? Yeah. Ryan. So I think Chelsea are going to win the league. Wow. So I, think, I think Chelsea first, Liverpool second, Tottenham third, and I think Everton fourth. Yeah, I can go along with that. That's my top four. And going down, Sheffield United... That's my job. And Brighton. I think that'd be my bottom four, my bottom three. I just have a feeling that Fulham are going to just scrape themselves out of it. Mm, maybe. I, I, yeah, yeah I, I think we'll get some AW money and maybe fight, find some defence. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, if you notice, Scott, I only said two teams there, so I don't think two, I don't think only two teams are relegated this season. I think that whoever finishes 18th gets a buy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that, that's what should happen. <laughs> um, oh, Liam, what's your top what's your top four and bottom three? Uh, I'm gonna start at the bottom. Um all right. Sheffield United, uh Harry Kane, West Brom. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, all right. Um I'm gonna say I I, I think I think it's gonna be um Sheffield, West Brom and Burnley. I, I I'm kind of with you, to be honest. Well, well, I didn't say West Brom. What about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then I think Liverpool will win it. Tottenham will be second. Chelsea third, and I think we'll just create fourth. Because I think once we kind of get the creative midfield sorted, I think then maybe, maybe, maybe we'll qualify. You'll finish fourth. Is wishful thinking, but if we if we sort out that creative midfield, then I think we have a chance. Don't forget, we thought it would be a joke when United finishing fourth last season, and we managed to scrape third somehow. So anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, we we, we know the problem with it. So yeah. if that gets solved, anything's anything's possible in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, but not the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. So I think Tottenham will win. By really? 50,000 wow. points. Oh Harry, Harry Kane with 20 points. Yeah. No, no, I was, just, I was just saying that to upset you, Liam. I, I, I still think Liverpool will uh, retain the title. Uh, Chelsea second, then Spurs. Uh, then uh, I think Everton will probably scrape fourth, unless Man United or Arsenal can improve, or City, but... Um, I don't know. I don't see it. I was just about to say that none of us have had Man City in our top four. Yeah, I just, I just want to know. I'm, I'm sitting waiting for the hyperbole about Man City struggling. It's funny how United are now above City, but City still don't get the the same flack we do for being in the bottom half of the Premier League. It's quite I think annoying. it's because of how they've been in recent years. I think. Yeah. Mm, but then again, that's so. But that, that'd be more of a shot to see them down there. But I, what I do think, though, is because it's 
because it's Man City and everyone thinks that Man City could pull it out their backside. Whereas Man United, people just got, got used to Man United being shit. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like we can, does it? That's that's uh, fair. But uh, bottom three, I think it's who it is now. I think it's um, uh, Sheffield United, the Baggies, um, for Custard Pie Football Club. <laughs> Why, why, why have you just said West Brom? I have not said about your team's going down. Charles, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't blame you. So, I, I, I mean, I didn't even say West Brom. I, something happened with my audio when it comes to whoever would go down. <laughs> I mean, oh. I'd be. I mean, I hope, I hope for your sake you can turn it round, but it's, it's just not looking like it at the moment. It's not really okay. I'll, I'll say it now. Ready? Okay, so. I think going down with Sheffield United at Fulham. See, I just said it then. We would like uh, to apologise uh, to our listeners for the technical difficulties we seem to be having right now. Yeah, it's, it, what happens is a tune came into the room and it took my headphones out. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't talk about raccoons when Liam's around. Jesus, <gasps> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> what? What? Well, right, look, look, we've already got a baby Nicholas Cage and a baby raccoon. Okay, we don't need anything else coming along. <laughs> is Jeeves making the comeback? I can hear, I can no. hear him coming. Oh, okay. No. Um, no, <laughs> um, get but... off the pad faster than he can say Harry, Harry Kane <laughs> if you're not careful. Don't say my name. Yeah, so as I said, it will be um, Sheffield United, Fulham, and that happened again, mate. There's something going really wrong. I, I, I don't know. It, it, I, there must, you know what? Because I think there must be like an electrical storm happening. You know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, we, we, but let's not get bogged down with who, what team I said, who go down with who. <laughs> <laughs> we go into our, our final topic now uh, because it was all doom and gloom because we got really annoyed. Um, I decided to set uh, Osprey a challenge of naming a five-a-side team of uh, players that, um, that kind of play for the same club team or the same international team because, you know, I, I, I was just bored and I wanted to make Carl's brain work because it's very old. <laughs> it oh. doesn't like it doesn't like working this hard, I'll tell you that now. No, because the fact is that Carl actually fell for a joke I made earlier that said, oh, we have to find players born after the 32nd of August. Hmm. So... <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. But no, we, we're going to kick off with our team. So Liam, we're going to kick off with your five sides. And what is your five? Who is your goalkeeper to begin with? Is it Harry Kane? I can confirm, but it is not Harry Kane. As great as his debut in goalkeeper was, um, I, I hear it's one of the greatest ever. But um, he's not Jackie Elka. Ah, uh, he was—he was almost as good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think my my pick's a little controversial. Do you, do you want me to go through the whole whole team at once? No, 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 no. Goalkeeper. Who's your goalkeeper? For? Okay, I got Manuel Neuer. Okay, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Understand? Understand? Yeah. Now, how have you got about this? You've got two defenders, two, one midfielder, one striker. How have you got I've about got um, one defender, um, one midfielder, and two strikers. Is it Harry Kane? <laughs> <laughs> Take a guess. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> oh, damn it. You're so close. <laughs> Andre? 
I'll try again next time. All right, so who's your one defender? My one defender, and I think it's going to be controversial, is Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's not, okay, he's more of a winger. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of like every single position. So I've, kind of, I've, I've gone very attacking, I have to say. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> um, a goalkeeper that likes to come running around and a defender likes to play up, play up front. I mean, I'm basically, I have two defenders already, so you know what, it's fine. <laughs> um, in midfield, I have Xavi. Yeah, very good pick. For my yeah, strike. No, I like good pick, yeah. And as a kind of cam striker, I have Dennis Burkham. Uh, yeah. And then as a kind of winger slash striker, I have Cristiano Ronaldo. I like that. That's a good team. Yeah, very yeah. good. No, yeah, probably wouldn't be good in reality, but. So, Neuer, Arnold, Xavi, uh, Ronaldo, and. And Burkamp. And Burkamp. I like that. That's a good team. Well done. Well done, mm. Thank you. Thank you. Carl? Yeah. Is it Harry Kane? Yes. Go <laughs> <All right. laughs> on, so in goal, I've got Robin Van Persie. No, no, I'm just. I'm just I'm <laughs> Cech, I've gone for in goal. Okay, wow. Uh, in defence, I've gone a bit old school on on defence. I've gone for Brazilian legend Cafu in defence. Uh, oh, good shot. Not, not, not Pele. No, not not in defence. Um, and I've gone one defender. I've gone sort of two midfielders, but I've gone for like a a midfielder who can sort of do it all. Who can score goals. He can get back and defend. Um, he's sort of like my Harry Kane, really. But I put him in because I can't deny he's a great player. Uh, Stephen Gerrard, I've gone for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my midfielder, who's also. Yeah, but a playmaker who can get goals. I've gone for David Silva. Yeah. Uh, okay. Up front, I've gone for... Harry Kane! No, I've gone for <laughs> my hero, Eric Cantona. That's a good team. I like that it. That's a very good team. Mm. Damn. Check. Cantona's a very inspired choice, I think. Ah, that's a good one. I like that. Right, well, he's someone who seems tailor-made for sort of five-a-side football. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, oh, I agree. Right, my team. Are we ready? Yeah. Sam Johnson in goal. <laughs> no, oh my not God. Sam. <laughs> no. All right, in goal, Buffon. No, 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 no. Buffon in goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, defender. Defender was a bit hard because I was trying to think who you were actually having there. I mean, I... I was going to say Lily had two ram, but then I realised I couldn't have two ram and someone else in the team that I wanted in the team. Yeah, that's so, why I ended up with Cafu, because I was really struggling. <laughs> yeah. I've got John Terry. All right, yeah, no. Okay. John Terry. You know, you're not having any Vida vid- players in your team? John Terry? Oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I any other, rather, sorry. <laughs> no, I can't, because John Terry plays yeah, for I, I, I know, I know. I was trying to be funny, but it backfired, oh. Liam. I know, I know. I, know. Uh, I, I want to be the Harry Kane of comedy, so I can be so versatile. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. So, yeah, I've got Buffon, I've got Terry. Uh, then I've gone for Iniesta. 
Oh, yes. Aniesta uh, in the middle. Ronaldo. Uh, Brazil, uh, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, I said Brazilian Ronaldo up front. You Oof. can't have that, can you? Wait, who, who's your midfielder again? Iniesta. It didn't um, Ronaldo also play for... Oh, Barcelona? yes, he did. She did play for Barcelona. Yes, he did. I apologise. It would be Cristiano Ronaldo. I apologise. Yeah, Cristiano... Oh. I apologise. Cristiano Ronaldo. And then on the other side... See, this was hard. I wanted Henri, but I couldn't have Henri because I had Buffon. And Iniesta. I was really annoyed. Mm. So, uh, I went with um, probably one of the best strikers ever to do it. Harry Kane! No, I can't have Harry Kane. Oh, thank God. No, I was really sad I couldn't have him. Why but not? I, um, yeah. Let's go with Sergio. Let's go with only Sergio Aguero. Oh, shit. Oh. Sergio Aguero. I can only go with him. So, yeah. So, he's, a, he's like so, a bargain basement Harry Kane, Sergio Aguero. Shocking. Sergio Aguero, Cristiano Ronaldo, Iniesta, Terry and Buffon. That's, I think we've all picked really good teams, but what I find really surprising is none of us have gone with Messi. Because Chavi's better and Iniesta's better. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's and, true. And none of us went with Henri as well. No, see, I wanted Henri. I wanted Henri big time, but yeah. then I wanted Buffon. <laughs> well, and, and also you wanted Javi as well. Yeah, no, Iniesta. Yeah. Oh, Iniesta, see, sorry. Oh, yeah. I wanted Cantona, you see, so that ruled out uh, for me. Well, that, that's the thing. So, oh, there's so many. That's why I like this sort of thing because you can't have, you can't say, "Oh, well, I want Chavi and Iniesta, Messi in the same team." You have to think about it. It's quite good. Mm. I mean, people who listen to this podcast, all, all, all two of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if Hi, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Best sign of his entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, uh, oh God, no! Don't make Carl mom jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to leave your teams or make your teams in the comments just put them in the comments on the tweet and we shall get around to reading them in probably a year's time um, but boys before we go do you want to do your plugs Carl? yeah you can find me at carlos underscore fire 80 on instagram and twitter you can find us on rogue underscore opinions on instagram and twitter and you can find us on Spotify, um, Anchor, and Apple. Just all our great pods. Other bands of Munich. There's a Survivor Series um, podcast out by the B Team with Nathan and, and Jimmy. I mean, we all know who the B Team is by now. Let's, no, let's no, be no, honest. The Z, no, no, no. They're the Z Team. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Don't, don't, don't compare Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas to them, please. and Liam you can follow me on Twitter at HKane if you you don't want to understand English and you want to be incredibly overrated then you can do that Um, (laughs) you can't speak English (laughs) have have you heard him speak if you can, if you can't pronounce the word L, then... <laughs> oh my god! If if you suffer from big tongue syndrome like Jake Hager, Jonathan Ross, and Harry Kane, uh... <laughs> <laughs> carry on, Liv. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Actually, don't follow my Instagram. Follow Reese. You can follow him 
at I can't find his name. You can follow him at <laughs> I got him. You can follow him at, at Thunderosa Twenty. And yep. fuck all of you. Um, we're, we're, unfortunately, we're going to have to let Liam go for setting up uh, OnlyFans accounts as well. Yeah, yeah. Against, it's going against rogue opinions policy, unfortunately. Has, you can take all my, all, all my money. I mean, to be honest, I have to see what you do with that carrot. That, that, that's why it's been shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I can't believe he ate it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter Arsenal's Night Night Fire but until next week guys uh, goodbye bye bye